0: Like that? You like my chunky little, chunky little wave? You like this? It's like the you ever ever see like the heart, the heartbeat monitor things that kind of, but this is like if it's like squared off. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I guess that's not good for the audio listeners. Let's start again doing the wave, doing the wave, doing the wave, episode 13. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of Get Up with Josh Doe. That's me. I am your host. And I have some amazing, amazing, amazing news. If you're not already listening on Spotify, um, YouTube audience, check it out. I am now on Spotify. That is so freaking cool because I thought that it, it would be enough for people to watch this, to consume it on YouTube. But then I realized that like most people don't actually watch their podcasts on YouTube. Like most people, they consume podcasts on like Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever. Like I don't think I ever would have gotten into podcasts if I started in the YouTube sphere. I don't, I don't even, th- does that make sense? I guess, cause like, I don't know, you, you look at like a long, you, you look at a long, a long, you look at a long YouTube video and you're like, "Oh, fuck that dude!" Like, uh, uh, I, I don't I don't want to sit through 46 minutes of this guy talking about pee pee poo poo. I've got I've got better things to do. I can I can go pee pee poo poo myself. I, I could I could I could do the dishes for once. You know I could I could I could go somewhere on time. I could jump in a car. I could I could I could go somewhere and return. But. Sitting down and watching a video, 46 minutes? No, but put that shit on Spotify and they are taking that to the bank and everywhere else are taking it to the coffee shop. I have two fingers up in the air, but this is our first example. We're we're gonna keep going with this. And also I'm gonna gonna try and be mindful of our audio only (laughs) listeners, even though there probably will be some strictly visual only jokes as if there is like jokes in this period like i'm not i'm not some i'm not i'm not some genius scientist joke writer with a huge brain who's going to usher down aliens using telecommunications because i was descended from some planet i'm not a gift to humanity i'm just human okay so stop coming to me and telling me that nobody nobody's doing that nobody's coming to me and telling me i'm a gift to humanity so that's that but um point being is we are now on spotify that is so uh, that is so awesome so hopefully we will have maybe one or two more listeners to add on to our group of eight um and everybody who is watching right now we are a small tight-knit audience i say we because i'm also i also watch these episodes i guess i watch them on repeat because i edit them as well anyway we are we are a family we we are we are the get up family together we are we are getting it up we're like we're like we're like a we're like a like a gay orgy where we're, we're all kind of standing in a circle and, and and our dicks get hard and we're all we're all getting it up together and that's that's actually kind of where i got the name of the podcast was like i was thinking like get up okay so you know um so, some of the stuff i say is like motivational um i guess uh, <laughs> and then a lot of it is just toilet humor complete nonsense and i thought that get up would be kind of funny cuz you know, when you think get up, you think get up in the morning, obviously. And then, and then you think like, like you know, someone, something, anything knocks you down, you get back up. And then I was also thinking, get your dick up. Uh-huh, you with me? Um, this is your Viagra, right? This is, this is sexually arousing um, noise. <clears throat> like that, that's, that's like what's happening in your ears, in your eyes, in, in every single orifice. If you can consume this in every orifice, I recommend that you would consume this alongside me. You would consume the great Jamaican <laughs> ginger beer alongside me. That way, you can join me on this flavor journey, as long as the visual element, the um, the sound element, and then there is no smells going on aside from um, if I, you know, would open up my shirt. You know, if 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 I opened up my shirt and and I started. Um, kind of wafting the air about, I would get stinky. I would, the, it, would, it would be circulating, and it would be possible to create a scent vortex with everything that would escape from my body. But lucky for you, um, smell of vision does not exist. That would be like smelling your television. Like you could walk up to your television and smell it. But what I'm saying is smell of vision would be like like you're watching a movie and and Jack gives Rose I, I guess this is a Titanic um um <laughs> I guess Smell o you're smelling you're smelling the sweat during during the scene where um Rose is like paint me like one of your French girls and then if I was Jack I would be sweating and I'm I'm sure he was and I'm sure Um, Tom Cruise, no, it was um, Leonardo DiCaprio, I'm sure he was sweating at the time too, because not only does he have to paint this lady in this movie, but he's also on a movie set, so he has to perfectly paint this woman in front of everybody. And hopefully he's been trained on painting skills, because if I was, you know, if I was hired, if I was enlisted for, for a movie where I was supposed to paint, I would probably take some painting classes. How does that even work? Like, they... Because they, I'm... I'm sure they didn't actually ask him to paint, because can you imagine if, if they had Leonardo DiCaprio just like, shit, sorry guys, like, I really just don't understand the feminine shape when it comes to, like, illustration. <laughs> like, just... Like, just... He's got, he's got, he's got the butt down, he's got the shoulders and, and he gets, he gets kind of the, the outline of the face. And then it's just like line, line, curve line for like a happy face on it. And, and the director, I guess it's James Cameron. It's not even on set. He's in his own like deep, deep, deep ocean submarine. He's like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Why did I, why did I hire this guy? How will I ever, how will this movie ever be the highest grossing movie of all time? which I'm sure he wonders on every single one of the sets that he's on. I think <laughs> that do, d- does he know? D- does Is he like a gold miner in the sense that like he knows that he's digging up gold? And do does does every director feel like that? Like I feel like if if you are in the correct creative space, you probably when you when you're doing oh, a masterpiece. Oh, ooh! And look, it's so good. A masterpiece that, like, that you should feel like you are digging for gold, right? I feel, is, is that, like, a recognizable feeling? Like, the, 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 the feeling that what you are doing right now is the dopest shit? And does that, does that feeling even exist? Like, I've done, I've done some dope shit in my time. But when I'm doing it, I guess I'm more... There's that flow state, that the, the whole the whole flow state thing. Um, my friend Yaron has been studying the flow state. I don't know. I don't know if you have heard of the flow state, but it's it's like it's it's a it's a zone that your mind goes into um, during a peak performance state, where basically you are not inside your head anymore, and a lot of what's going on is being steered by your subconscious and by muscle memory. Huh? Cool, huh? So if you're ever trying to learn, trying to learn. If you're ever learning how to get out of your own way, if that's something that you want to learn, then check out Flow State. So James Cameron is in the gold rush flow state inside of his deep space, deep sea, deep ocean, deep water horizon, submarine (laughs) he's he's got like adrenaline syringes in his freaking arm he's doing cocaine because because directors do that but if you're a young child watching this then directors don't do that um but you know he's got a needle in both arms he's got the the adrenaline going and and he's just like oh this feels so good getting gold. and then leonardo dicaprio is like um hey jim because people always do this (laughs) There are there are famous people, and people call them different names because they think that it makes them seem closer to the person. People who call Robin Williams Bob Williams, or or who call James Cameron Jim Cameron, or people who call who call um, Olivia Newton John Olivia juton Non what are you juting on huh what what does that even mean I'm gonna take a sip and we're just gonna abandon that but I wish I knew where that story was going it took us all the way from Leonardo DiCaprio on the Titanic painting James Cameron shooting adrenaline flow state and I got lost I got lost in the weeds and 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 that's the way the cookie crumbles oh and, the, and who, who calls Jim Carrey, James Carrey? Does Jim, does, does, does Jimothy, does Jim, probably not Jimothy. Does, does he prefer to be called that? Why doesn't he just call himself that in, in the movies? I guess, I guess maybe you want some sort of separation from the character and, and from who he is, right? Because there's, there's plenty of entertainment avenues and, 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 and interviews where he's like, ah, oh, like. It's so tough being creative and so funny all the time. Everyone expects expects a funny joke from you whenever you open your mouth. It's hard to be on all the time. I get that, right? Robin Williams got that. Jim Carrey gets that. And I definitely run into that problem, right? Because I identify with having high energy and making people laugh. And that is an ego identification with a temporary state, right? have I talked about this before? Don't know. But basically, if you ever identify yourself with a temporary state or an emotion, the second that you are not that thing, then, then, then you feel like you're lost and you feel like you are not yourself anymore, which is not true. Like whenever you're feeling any emotion, you are still you. You are always you at the end of the day. And And I, th- that was kind of a period that I just navigated through. I kind of dipped into a little bit of a, um, I, I guess I guess you would say like more like like a depressive period. I wouldn't necessarily call it depression per se, but I would say like it was it was a tougher time. So I was kind of going through a lot of new processes. like I got this this cool new job as a server, um, and I'm lazy as fuck. Like I, I don't like working. I like work. I like. I, I will. I will give you my heart and my my soul. I will give you my teeth. I will give you uh, uh, a, an, an, an imprint of my rectum. That's how much of myself I'll give you on on a film set, or if I'm doing a comedy act, or or you know anything in the entertainment realm. But outside of that, ah, uh, gross. Ugh. I don't. I don't have fun with the day job. And people say. No, nobody, nobody has fun doing a day job, but, but damn, I'm lazy and entitled. <laughs> so it makes doing these things. Ugh. So uh, it's, it's been, it's been kind of a process of dealing with my own entitlement and also adjusting to a new job. Being a server, that's like a that's like a brand new skill. N- talk about being on all the time. Like when you're a server, hey guys, hey, what what can I get you? Hey, hey guys, my name's Josh. I'm gonna be your server for today for, for today. And, and what can, what can I get you for some drinks? You want you want some of my spit? Like like if you if you if you turn on too hard, then you say some shit like that. So it's like you gotta be on all the time, but don't make poop pee pee poo poo jokes. But at the same time, be flavorful and earn the tips. Right? I did I didn't know how much servers made tips until until I became a server myself. And then I realized I was like, oh shit. This is where the money is. This is how people afford to do these jobs and 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 to not do other jobs. Like I'm just working weekends and I'm making decent money between like the normal wage and the tips. Pretty dope. So, any takeaways from that? Probably not. But tip your servers. <laughs> um, and I, I also just tip even when I get the breadsticks from Domino's Pizza because anytime I'm given the option for a tip, I feel like a dick if I go the extra mile to say no because it's like it's like hey hey would would you like to would you like to tip for the for the Domino Domino's Pizza Parmesan bites um here, your options are 10%, 15%, and and 1000%. I'm like, "Oh, cool. 1000% a, 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 a that well, what is that?" And then and then there is option number 4, which is next, and then that takes you to like custom tip options and stuff and the no. So it's easiest to just tip. And I I think that whoever designed the the, the, the chip readers, the, the little the little beep beep boop boops that you put your card into, that that's a that's a genius invention. Like can you imagine if they they applied that into like into other areas of, of finance, of of places where you spend your money? Like imagine if you <laughs> if you went on a bus and it was like, okay, your options are you can pay the adult fare, the child fare, or or fare plus um, and, and this example does not hold up. So I just reached a, a dead end with that, and I'm probably a little bit rusty talking in front of the camera. Maybe not. Maybe I didn't even need to address this, but it's been it's been a little bit. Like, I, I had that one podcast with Meg Iyer. That was really awesome. She was a um, dope-ass skater girl who came. Um, she was prior friends with Jovi, and that was a dope-ass podcast. But before that, I think I took, like, Two or three weeks off the podcast, and like in that time, things things were things were a little, little a little crazy. Like you know the new job, right? Oh, I, t- I was talking about the depressive period, like the new the new job, um, and that's it. <laughs> like, that's just really that's really it. That's why. And then I guess coronavirus. And then you know my eyes are just glued to Twitter with all the the Black Lives Matter stuff going on, like. I, I am doing a lot of listening and a lot of learning. Like I think that I have had the opportunity and, and the, I wouldn't necessarily say pleasure, but the, the, the privilege of being able to encounter um, biases of my own. And then also just, you know, um, I, guess, I guess ways that systematic racism has like kind of driven my vocabulary like i i guess there are okay, i'm tr- i'm trying to be as careful as possible in in the way that i phrase this but I guess, I guess there's just like i don't know some some jokes that i used to make are are turned out to not be that cool and i was learning from that but um basically between the learning <sighs> between learning the new job um coronavirus is still happening um you know it's kind of it's pandemic season and and things are still and and then twitter's blown up all the the civil rights stuff going on on twitter then i found out that there was a lot of really crazy like pedophilia shit going on in the um the super smash brothers ultimate community whoa like that was some crazy shit if you're if you're curious about what happened there look into it but basically it is just a lot of things involving um adults and minors and a lot of the top players or yeah, a, a lot of top players in the community got exposed and then basically lynched and and, and kicked out of the community. so kind of just like kicked out a bunch of guys from there and then I found out, um this, this is not chronological by the way, but then the the crystallia stuff came out. shit. What the fuck, dude? like like he 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 was my number one inspiration for doing the podcast like sure I watch Joe Rogan I love Theo Vaughn I love Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer like I love all those guys in that podcast sphere but what really inspired me to, to do a podcast especially like a solo podcast where I'm just like in front of a camera talking my shit like was Chris, Chris D'Elia he inspired me and like he, he inspires me comedically and, and damn what the fuck dude and and I hope the allegations aren't true but but also at the same time I sympathize with with the victims and and all that but fuck damn like th- this is how people must have felt when Bill Cosby came out as like one of the worst like serial serial rapists of like all time except for I'm feeling like a tiny bit of that as opposed to like you know The, the, the offenses are, are dramatically different, but shit, like I, I'm, I don't know between everything that's been happening. It's been, it's been more difficult than usual to, to stay positive, to, to keep the energy up and things like that. And it made me realize like how important it is to stay on top of your mental health. So for me, that's like my morning routine. That's why I don't make a whole lot of plans in the mornings because I have this whole wonderful routine that gives me this energy. It, it helps me, it helps me stay vibrant. It, 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 it helps me stay positive And it, it kind of just, it reinforces my belief in myself. And that is my number one tool in these these fields that I'm going into in podcasting and comedy and acting. Like my confidence and, and my belief in myself is is one of my greatest assets. And and the morning routine is a huge part of that. And I wanted to share with you guys like a little part of the morning routine. Oh, I just got a match on Tinder. Speaking of that, we're going to talk about the love life in a little bit. Holy moly. But um, So I wake up and first things first, huge poop. And that is perfect. No, I'm just kidding. So yeah, the poop does happen, but that is not a part of of, of me... Um, doing anything for my mental health. It's just I'm just full of poop when I wake up. So I wake up and I do a 10-minute meditation on the Sam Harris Waking Up app. And that is freaking fantastic because, you know, I I love meditation. I've been meditating for many, many, many years now. Um, When I say many, 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 I mean like five, I guess, five years. And a lot of that was unguided until, I guess, a year and a half ago whenever the Waking Up app came out. Um, and I heard about it, and I tried it out, and I just fell in love immediately. Cause it's it's a lot of the things I find um, repel me from meditation is the the spiritual aspect of it. I can't, I don't buy into it. I just, I, I maybe maybe I lack the imagination. M- maybe 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 my imagination is somewhere else. You know, I'm thinking of a three-legged giraffe who's got swords uh, crossed on its back, and it's it's friends with. Um, Casey from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe and together they're on an adventure trying to put the hockey mask on the giraffe um, and to see if people would believe that Casey has turned into a giraffe. That's where I use my imagination. But the religion stuff just kind of loses me. Like it just, it's it's hard to stay with it. And then, and then what Sam Harris does is he takes kind of the philosophies of that and he... For lack of a better description on my part, what he calls it is spirituality without religion. And that's that's really cool for me. Now, I don't listen to a whole lot of um, other stuff that Sam Harris does. Um, and, and I've heard from other people that he's got some pretty whack philosophies. But what I know of him is I've seen him on the Joe Rogan. Uh, I think I've, I've heard him on Tim Ferriss. And I really enjoy his meditation app. So if you have been looking to get into meditation, this is not an ad, this is not... Um, I guess it's just like a free endorsement. Check it out. Like try try the free the free consultation or, or not not a consultation, but like a free trial with it and it might blow your fucking mind. <laughs> so um, yeah, I wake up and I do that 10-minute meditation and then I journal. And and I used to journal on these small little journals and 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 that's that. But now I journal on this huge thing and it, and it lets me like I, I love having just a huge Blank page to just vomit all of my thoughts onto. It really helps me set myself up for the day. And journaling is a huge, huge, huge thing for me because it helps me kind of organize my thoughts about things that are going on in my life. And I'll usually get up and I'll I'll journal about um, the previous day and, and and then how I'm feeling emotionally and and try and try and ground myself because you don't always wake up at an emotional zero. You know, some days you wake up and you are ecstatic and you're excited to start the day. And then other days, it's like you wake up and it's hard to get out of bed. And, and it's, it's not it's not fair, right? But you, what you can do is figure out how to find zero. And for me, the meditation uh, and the journaling and then the other stuff I'm about to talk about, that helps me find my zero. And that, that's what helps me bring my best energy into the day, so I journal. Um, oh, and before that, I have this little chalkboard thing, and that—that's what I wanted to bring up. That's why, actually, why I picked up my phone in the first place um, was I wanted to show you guys the um, the chalkboard that I have in my room. So this chalkboard, I look at it every single morning, and it is full of quotes and 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 things that inspire me and things that I feel like I need to hear read that I need to hear or read every day and, and it helps kind of arm me for the battle the, metaphor, the metaphorical battle Like I'm about to go out and fight the goblins of the day and I, I got the swords and the inspirational quotes and it's gonna help me out um, and I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna read through it really quick so um, at the top of the chalkboard it says win the morning win the day like I think, I think that in the morning it can be the toughest time to have self control I think that if you can find the power in, in your mind and, and in your will to have self-control in your morning, then it kind of it sets you up for the rest of the day. If you, if you can conquer the morning, you can do basically anything. And that's the same way I feel about doing the hill run. So win the morning, win the day. Uh, here's a pretty important one. Happiness is a choice, so make decisions. Like, choose to be happy. Choose to view things in a positive light or, or at least in a constructive light. Like, I'm not asking anyone to be unreasonably um, optimistic about everything. But, you know, try and view the world in a way that, that favors your mindset, I guess. Um, there, there, there's another, oh, the, the quote beneath it kind of um, helps you understand it. Um, th- this is a quote I heard from uh, Tony Robbins. He said, life is happening for us, not to us. Like the things that happen in our life if we choose to view them as things that we can um, learn from and utilize and grow from, that is a growth mindset that will take you to where you want to be. Sure, there's the hard work you got to put in, the determination, everything, blah, 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 blah. But I find it's empowering to view life as something that is happening for you, not to you. Because if life is happening to you, you, there, there, there is, there's no, there's no involvement. Like, or how do do I say that? I, I I hope you guys understand. I don't know exactly how to put this one into words. Like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it, but interpret that however you wish. Um, here, here's one that I really needed to hear. Um, achieving the extraordinary is not a linear process. Success isn't like like reaching your idea, your current idea of success is not an A to B journey. It's full of ups and downs and lefts and rights and you're zigging and zagging and going forwards and back and you're going in and out and you're, you're doing everything right and then doing everything wrong and forgetting all the lessons and remembering them and loving yourself, hating yourself. The path to achieving the extraordinary, which all of us can aspire to do, is not a linear process. And hearing that kind of comforts me on my journey because I feel like, where I want to be, and the things that I want to accomplish are extraordinary things. Um, here, here's one that yoga taught me. It's relax into tension. Whenever you feel any kind of tension in your body um, or tension in your mind, the answer is not to tense into it in response. The, the answer is to, to relax. And then um, another philosophy that I've heard regarding this is that Force met by non-resistance defeats itself, and 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 take that as you will. I can't think of any examples regarding that. Um, do not give all thoughts equal weight. We think of some fucked up shit regarding ourselves, other people, our lives. We think about quitting. We th- we think about our our success. We think about everything. There, there there are so many places that our mind wanders throughout the day, and and. A lot of where your mind goes is not in your control. What is in your control, um, if you believe in free will, I guess, is is what you choose to do with those thoughts, how you choose to believe them or not believe them, and how you choose to act as a person. Um, and if you are troubled by any kind of thoughts that you're having, you might be giving you might be giving too much weight to thoughts that don't need that. So. You know, if you're if you're thinking too much about you know, a girl, you know, you're wishing you're wishing that a, a girl would text you, you're full of desires for someone to reach out to you, to validate you. Those desires that are happening inside of you, you don't need to give them energy. And so, and so, armed with that, we're gonna move into the next one. <laughs> oh, I like this one. If you don't or if you can't have chocolate. Don't have it in the damn house. <laughs> like, if you're not supposed to drink alcohol, don't buy it. <laughs> don't, 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 have it anywhere accessible. Because if it is anywhere close to you, you're gonna cheat on your diet. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, whatever. You're gonna break your rules. So if you're, you know, if you're watching your diet or you're not trying, you're trying not to drink alcohol or coffee or whatever. Don't have it in the house because you're gonna sneak it. You're gonna, you're gonna, blah. You're gonna, you're gonna get it if you can. Here's a big one. Fail forward. Each shitty idea is a building block to a good idea. This is a tough one. I have I've, I've noticed in my journaling. Whoa, we just talked about this. Sip. <coughs> whoa! I'm drinking, <coughs> I'm drinking ginger beer. And and sometimes it's a little harsh. Um I have a tendency to hold on to my failures. I have like, I I think that when I am on a path towards a goal, I have one of my self-destructive tendencies or toxic traits is that I like to take my failures from behind me and I like to throw them back in my way and then encounter them or whatever. And I don't know where that comes from. I know it's not a helpful mentality because in my opinion... Like, failure is something that you encounter, right? It's, it's, it's inevitable. You will make mistakes. Um, and I've accepted that as part of the journey. Um, and the purpose of, of a mistake or failure is to learn from it. And to and, and by learning from it, you can make sure that it doesn't happen again. And then if it does happen again, then, you know, you figure it out, blah, blah, blah. blah. But, you know, uh, you don't need to keep throwing your own mistakes back in your face. And I, I noticed this in myself when um, I was training at the parkour gym at Origins, and I was working on um, double side flips, and I did one into the into the foam pit where I totally fucking necked it. Like I la- like I lost where I was in the air, let go of my tuck, and I landed neck first on onto this mat inside the foam pit. It was really unpleasant. Um, but the real hit was to my mentality because I got out. I was like, okay, so that's that. Uh, and I went I went to go practice some other things. And I noticed that when I would talk to other people around the gym, I, I couldn't stop bringing up the fact that I had necked in the foam pit. Bro, just leave it behind. That, just just, just put, put that shit. Oh, the battery died. <laughs> oh Shit. Oh, <laughs> so I got to slouch a little bit. Okay. Um, the camera died, so that's that. That's never happened, that hasn't happened in a while. So, okay, anyway. Yeah, just don't, <laughs> learn from your failures. And then leave them behind you. Don't don't keep throwing them back in the path. Don't don't put more unnecessary obstacles in front of you because you're gonna encounter obstacles no matter what, right? I don't know why I'm saying right like someone's gonna answer. Uh, and then I'm gonna fire through these last ones pretty quickly. Um, just start with one brick. Is like like if there if there is a tough task ahead of like so, there's a quote. Just start with one brick. Um, and it's a story that I heard and I forget who told the story, but it, there was this person who was running <laughs> an art class. And the task was to paint something from their hometown. And and for this project, one of the students in the class didn't know how to begin. She was she was paralyzed. She was so troubled. She didn't know how to start this. Like the just the, the gargantuan nature of the task was defeating her. Like imagine you've got big dreams and they're so big that they freak you out into paralysis. So the teacher's remedy for that was take one aspect of your town. Think about think about a building. Think about one building. And think about the outside of that building. And just start by painting one brick of that building. And that student came back the next day and had a full-fledged beautiful painting. But Basically what that means is it, it all it takes is one tiny step to start the process of working towards things that you want. And the next thing, be your own rock star life coach um, slash conscience. Um, break free of cycles designed to keep you circulating, like social media. Social media is designed to just keep you in it forever. There's like people who design slot machines that design the home feeds on, on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, and they're designed to just keep you trapped inside. So, figure out what cycles and, and areas of your life have been designed to just trap you in them and, and break free. And just live and and build shit and and do things um, have the will to live outside your comfort zone you' you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything done inside your comfort zone sure you'll 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 never encounter any difficulty you'll you'll never encounter resistance, but resistance is a part of the path to success and and to like of, of, it's it's an inherent part of the pathway to building your dreams. So just have the will to live outside your comfort zone because if you have that willingness, then you have the will to achieve whatever it is you set your mind to do. Um, improve every day, you are your own coach. Take immediate action on ideas. That's a good one. Like We have a lot of ideas that kind of just fall into our heads throughout the day and and then we just kind of disregard them. Or you know, like like you have like a really cool idea and it makes you laugh, like it's a funny joke or it's a cool video or something like that. And You're like, oh, that's cool. Write it down, or or start preparing for it if you can, if if you have the leisure of free time. Just whenever an idea comes into your head and it's something that you you could potentially act on and and enjoy, do something about it. Write a script for it. Write down write down a a basic structure of the idea. Do. Do something that sets that idea in motion and then maybe momentum will keep it going. I don't know. That's just kind of a thought I just added at the end. (laughs) Look people in the eye and listen. Eye contact is hard, right? We live live in a very technologically um, reliant society where we're so used to being disconnected and to jump in and out of conversations and to um, approach social interactions with a degree of detachment and then it makes connecting with people in real life a lot more difficult. Um, and it's it's just a good reminder for me to look people in the freaking eye and really connect with what they're saying. I have a hard time listening. I'm ADD as fuck. (laughs) Like, you guys listen to this. I'll, I'll, I'll start a story and then, and then all of a sudden I'm playing with a bottle cap and then I'm going to put it inside my ear and it's going to come up my bum. And then, and then I take it and I throw it at the TV or something like so. (laughs) Like, um, it's just a reminder that, that you learn a lot from listening, Right. Not from talking. <laughs> um, like happiness, confidence, and charisma are a choice. A little little callback to the to start, but you can choose to be confident and have charisma if if you have the skills to read the room, which um, that is a, that's a really tough skill to teach someone. But if if you've learned those skills over time, um, you can read the room. You can kind of feel out a social interaction. Um, choose choose to 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 be confident and have charisma. Or, or you can choose to shut up and listen. <laughs> but um, use transformational vocabulary. So what transformational vocabulary is, is like we have a set vocabulary for how we um, think about the world, right? Um, I, I think about the, wor- the world in terms of, of like I, I use words to think about the world and also pictures, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> but um, when you're thinking about the world, and you have that vocabulary, you get to choose what those words are. Sure, there, it's it's like you, there is a habit, right? Like like a lot of these words are habitually selected. But if you find that a word is, that you are using to refer to something is disempowering, or or makes you feel negatively about something that maybe you don't need to feel negatively about, or you know you're just kind of feeling shitty about things that are happening, like like you know those people who are, who are always talking about bummers. Like things, things are just bumming them out and stuff. You, that's a choice. You don't need you don't need to be bummed out by everything, right? Like you can you get to choose what words you use to describe the world around you. So choose good words. Um, it takes bravery to be yourself and to be funny. It's it's freaky sitting in front of a camera and setting up the lights, and 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 it's also freaky to get up on a stage and tell jokes, and it's freaky to. You know prepare an audition and send it in and then and and probably never hear back about it like it it takes a lot of bravery to pursue the dreams that you have that I have uh, that, that that anyone has it takes it takes a certain amount of bravery but but it's that encountering that inherent fear and overcoming it that leads to achieving those goals um, nobody will build your dreams for you I'm entitled this fuck like like i it's 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 something that i that i that i deal with and it's nobody's fault um but my own like if 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 that is a problem that i encounter it's up to me to overcome that um and and part of like one, one of my kind of deeper flaws is sometimes i just expect things to come to me I, maybe that's part of being like a like a privileged um middle, middle class like upper middle class white guy Right. This could be like some kind of. Um, I don't. I don't even know where to go with that. But basically, sometimes I feel like things will just come to me, and sometimes it's been that way. But that's not what gets you to where you. To, that's not what's going to get me to where I want to be. You know, I, I want to be. I want to be a, a comedian, and I want to be an actor, and I want to. I want to have a podcast with a lot of reach. Um, and, and I just, I want to have all these cool creative platforms where I just get to be myself and express myself and and to be cool and crazy but sometimes inspirational and, and sometimes just talking to people and trying to be real um, and no one's going to do that for me and that's why I do this podcast by by myself, I I, I, I you know, I, I do it all myself and, and just know that nobody will build your dreams for you don't wait for your ship to come in, that's what one of my acting coaches um, John would say do not wait for your ship to come in build your ship like a lot of people say when they're when they're waiting for their their acting career to take off they're like they're waiting I'm waiting for my ship I'm waiting for my ship to come in build your ship build your own ship because if, if you're waiting for a ship to come in and pick you up you don't get to choose what kind of ship it is you can get picked up by a pirate ship and not a cool pirate ship it could be like one of those like um Somalian pirate ships where like I, I only say Somalian pirate because I, I'm thinking of like South Park, but, or, or it could be a cruise ship full of COVID, or it could be like, it could, it could be, it could could be anything. But if you build your ship, then that's dope. You know, every inch of that ship, you know how that ship works. You know how to sail that ship. That's, that's your ship. Build your ship. No one's going to build your ship for you. And if they do, then there's not, there's not a high chance of it being a perfect ship. And the last thing (laughs) is consumerism will not make you happy. That is, like, sometimes when I'm feeling down, I'll just buy myself some shoes. Or I'll, like, go on Amazon and buy some books or th- something like that. But a lot of the time, these impulse buys, I, 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 I cycle through them pretty quick. Like, you know, I'll buy, like, a cool golf wing shirt. Like, a cool cheetah print green thing. And I'll wear it for a few days and be like, hmm, well, I paid 150 bucks for this. And um, that didn't last me that long. And then a shirt that I'll make for myself or thrift will last me a lot longer. So what I've learned from that is like, dude, don't be doing those impulse buys. <laughs> so that's that's the chalkboard that I look at every morning when I wake up, and that that chalkboard changes. Um, and that was kind of a long explanation. So if you if you stuck through it, then awesome. And you know if if you've got the money and and you've been looking for ways to energize yourself to start your day with a full battery. <laughs> unlike my camera, which died, (laughs) um, get a chalkboard of your own. Like you, you can buy like a, like a roll of, of stick on, on your wall chalkboard and a, and a, and a chalk pen and just write some shit and, and look at it every morning and, you know, make it, make it shit that empowers you. Because I don't think that I would have the power or the confidence in myself if I didn't do things like that. If I, if I didn't, wake up, meditate, look at that chalkboard journal, go for my run and then take a hot, cold undulation shower. Cause I did like, Oh, I did, I did cold showers for like a year, a full year. And that was really freaking tough. Cause it was like, it was fine when I, when I'd be in, when I'd be in Vancouver, I always point this way, like Vancouver's this way, but like you guys are all over the world. So out there is Vancouver. But, um, you know, I, 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 it would be easy to take a cold shower when I'm just chilling in Vancouver, but then I, I would go and visit Calgary for like three weeks at a time in the dead of winter, and I'd be like, "Hmm, well, I am committing to these 365 days of taking hot shower, cold, cold showers, and I have to start the water cold." And damn, and, and I did it. But towards the end, it was like, mm, "I don't want to shower for three days <laughs> because because I don't want to I don't want to deal with the with the cold water." So I do hot, cold undulation showers now. Like some days I'll start the water cold and that's like a nice shock to kind of wake me up. And then I have this mantra in my head um, that I got from, from the chess prodigy, um, Tai Chi Chuan champion, whatever else he does, business consultant, Josh Waitskin um, He used to give his son cold baths and he was trying to teach his son to not regard cold water as something negative. And I forget the exact mentality behind that, but there's something powerful behind that that I really connected with. Um, and what he would have his child say is, it's so good. So I'll be in the shower and I'll turn on the cold water and I'll just say out loud, it's so good, it's so good. And and I just smile. I can't help but smile when that when that happens. So that's, that's the morning routine that I go through. And, and frick, yeah. Okay, bye everyone. Just kidding. <laughs> um, part of the morning routine, that, or one of the the, um, the challenges that I've been encountering recently is that I don't think I can eat spicy stuff anymore. Like, period. Like, I think that like I had some biological clock, and and time's up. <laughs> and, and and like 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 I'm sterile for <laughs> for spicy food. Like I, I can't do it anymore it just it upsets my stomach so much and and a lot of how I feel like i I feel like I'm really in tune with my body and what goes on in it and when my body's upset, I get pretty upset and and I've, I've been noticing that that the instant I eat spicy food now, my stomach gets really upset, and then the next day I'm kind of emo so so i've I've been experimenting with with not eating spicy food, which sucks, dude, like, I freaking love spicy everything, I love, I love vinegar, I love, I love the spice, I love the feeling, and, like, like, I remember, like, being in a mall in Las Vegas and just being, like, oh, cool, there's just, there's just a little cart where, where you could try the hottest, hot sauce in the world, give me it, I'll, I'll drink, I'll drink a whole bottle, whatever, but now it's, like, damn, like, I used to shake my head at people that, that didn't, that didn't drink spicy things or didn't eat spicy things (laughs) but now i'm one of them whoa tables have turned huh so so that's something that i've been that i've been kind of dealing with um i decided to go substance free for a little bit like after my work training like you you probably saw in episode 10 if you haven't go watch it but um part of the training was we had to we had to taste test like the drinks that we serve at the place and from there i kind of went off the rails by my definition with, with alcohol and stuff. Like, I, I, I did some partying, going out for drinks with people and stuff. And I noticed that, like, I don't feel good for, like, the next day. And it's, it's not even, like, a hangover. It's, like, a mental hangover. Where I'm just, like, I don't have the will to do the difficult things that I want to do. And I don't need to feel like that. So I've been kind of cutting out alcohol, or at least, like, regular alcohol use. Like, I think, like, if a party comes up, I'll do that. But I'm not gonna be drinking around the house anymore because that, like, damn, like... I, yeah, alcohol is a depressant, right? Like, everyone always says that when I'm like, yeah, alcohol makes me feel so so bad. They're like, oh, well, alcohol is a depressant. Like, yeah, yeah, but we still drink it and, and have good times. But the negative has started out outweighing the positive, right? It's like a brief good time with my friends. It's great. It's energizing. It's fun. But then the next day, I'm like, mm, I just want to lay in bed. I don't do that, but that's how I feel. <laughs> and... So I decided to just kind of detach myself from caffeine because I was feeling pretty anxious and getting a poor sleep. And then I, I detached myself from alcohol for a little bit. And then today is actually my first day being back to drinking caffeine. Like I just had like a little bit from the supplement. I thought I was going to take a month off, um, but I was feeling like I've kind of I kind of recentered myself. I'm feeling pretty good now um, and I'm back into the caffeine. But I'm going to try and like approach it with a, a reasonable mindset. But if if you've been having issues with caffeine, or with, with your sleep. It, that, that's what it was. I was having issues with my sleep. If you've been having issues with your sleep and, like, I don't know, waking up multiple times a night and you drink lots of coffee, try just, like, not drinking it for a while. You know? If it makes you feel bad, then don't. <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> that is that. Um, that's about it, really. Like, I had some I had some other topics. Like, I, I, I guess I could talk about um, my love life, but I, I haven't thought it through enough to to, to, <laughs> to make it funny or, or understandable or inspirational or anything like that and, and I haven't really thought it through enough to like make it interesting. But being in love is kind of weird, right? I wouldn't say I'm in love. I guess, I guess I was just like kind of like, I found myself in a deep attachment for a person. And one thing I kind of forgot about like feeling love or feeling attached to a person is like, there's like, you get really emotional over people. Like when you're, when you're attached to someone then, then you're not hanging out with them. You're like, shit, I want to be with this person all the time. And then and then what if the other person doesn't feel like that what if they're not ready for commitment Relatable <laughs> but anyway anyway that that's just that's just yeah I guess I guess um, the start of this was was kind of funny and then it got inspirational and I talked about chalkboard for a little bit <laughs> and I think that's that so um, thanks everybody for listening. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube check out the podcast on Spotify and you can just kind of take me wherever you want. You can just listen to me talk my shit. Maybe, maybe I'll I'll be a lot funnier. Maybe I'll go through some funny situations a little bit more next time. <laughs> but um, maybe, maybe I won't talk about chalkboard for the whole time. <laughs> can I? Yeah. So, thank you so much for joining me on episode thirteen. Um, hopefully not an unlucky one. And um, yeah. Love your friends. Love yourself. And 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 punch me. Don't actually punch me. Bye-bye now. Bye.